0: In 2009, a user on Reddit submitted a post honoring their friend Milo who had just passed away. Both Milo and this user were connected to a mysterious photo hosting website. Curious Internet Sleuths started to dig deeper into this strange site where they uncovered a globe-spanning web of intrigue and military conspiracy. Today, we will be discussing the mysterious website known as Lake City Quiet Pills. This is The Red Web. Welcome to the first episode of the Red Web, a podcast dedicated to internet conspiracies, mysteries, true crime, supernatural events, all sorts of things like that. I'm your host, Trevor Collins,
1: and with me, I've got Alfredo Diaz. This is just a podcast to terrify me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I listened uh, to that intro and I just a slight shiver down my my body. I'm gonna be truthful to you right here. And and I'm intrigued. It's it's a deep one here. I I wanted to start this
0: show off with a bang. This one has many twists and turns. I'm really excited. You you have no idea where this is gonna go. No, none at all. But I'm really curious as to what your thoughts are.
1: It just it's interesting. You know what I mean? Uh, I think there's a lot of factors that kind of like suck me in. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that it's more recent, right? 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, it you know you have factors like Reddit in it. Um, so things that I'm just I live daily. Yeah. So from there, I'm like, okay, like I'm I'm invested, and then there's just what photo hosting site? Like what the heck? Ha- like military conspiracy? Like there's so many little things. I have so many questions for.
0: Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. I think we're gonna have to take a little bit of a different route on this one because, you know, we have a lot of pieces that all come together in the end. So let's start at the very beginning. We have the user named Religion of Peace. Now he was a moderator on reddit for the particular subreddit called jailbait now this was a very questionable subreddit that has since been banned but he has a long comment history ranging from marijuana use anti-socialism to what kind of piano wire can kill somebody he's got a lot of pervy comments he has a lot of comments on spam and just calling things spam and he has lots of comments and he's very active in the programming subreddit which means he likely understood code based on some of the things that
1: he was saying. So like half of the Reddit user base, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) I think I just just described
0: most individuals. (laughs) Oh
1: my goodness, this, okay, yeah, now this sounds deep, dark, and twisted already.
0: Yeah. So this user claimed to have military experience in security operations. He claimed to have served during World War II and most notably on D-Day. Now this goes all the way back right? June 6, 1944. So this is a long time that this man has been around. He's claiming to have been 79 years old. There's a few different comments that say that he's essentially in his seventies. It isn't exactly precise because some comments conflict
1: with each other. This older man, he's, he's versed in Reddit. Yeah. He's out here like, typing away. Uh, Interest, You know, interesting. Okay. Grandpa knows how
0: to operate this website. Grandpa has more Reddit posts than I do. <laughs> he listen. I went to his profile. It's out there, and Ooh. in fact, to the day it's been about eleven years, maybe a few days either side. The day of this podcast being released was when his last post was made. Oh, which was July seventeenth, two thousand
1: nine. It's the anniversary.
0: Mm hmm. So we know a little bit about this man based on his comment history. And uh, and so notably, he's got a domain site that he likes to link to called lakecityquietpills.com. When you go to the website, it says that old guy's image host. It essentially is a website built for hosting images. It has a lot of users, a lot of images, and most of these images are pornographic in nature. And it was also shared on a website called Drunken Stepfather, which was another similar pornographic website. The, the terrible, terrible
1: name. What's wrong with the name? Uh, drunken stepfather there's nothing good that comes from that (laughs) no one ever said like oh yeah man you know i love my drunken stepfather every time he drinks we play mario kart and it's fantastic (laughs) (laughs) like that never goes well yeah so thankfully he's not
0: directly associated with this website this is just another similar website that started hosting him which is probably where some of the users started to come from but this is neither here nor there. We'll come back to this website a little bit later, but I wanted to provide some background on this guy because at this point, he kind of went inactive. And on the very same day that he went inactive, on July 17, 2009, another user made a post. This user was named 2-6, we'll just call him 2-6. And the title of the post was, The End of Religion of Peace, He Died Today. And then within that post, he identifies Religion of Peace as a man named Milo, and he goes on to talk about how miserable, mean, and lonely this guy was, how he had very little belongings that were all being donated to various veteran causes, like the Salvation Army. He gave his cat away to his neighbor, and he planned to have Milo cremated and scattered in the wind, for he didn't really have much of a religious affiliation. And so this is where we start to learn more about this 2-6 user as an individual, and we start to look at his comment history. hmm So 2-6 was created on the very same day that Religion of Peace made his last post. And of his five posts that he has, they're all related to Milo. They're all within that same thread, replying to people, discussing Milo's nature. What's strange is he seems to have a lot of typos. He seems very defensive uh, of Milo as a character, despite him being a mean, grumpy old man. But within his comments, he actually posted the coordinates to where he scattered Milo's ashes which ended up being at a present-day Holiday Inn in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Classy. Classy. And beyond that, he also claims to have hosted that old guy's image host over at LakeCityQuietPills.com. So now we have a direct connection, somebody who knows this character in person. He knows this Milo guy. He's been to his house. He's seen his things, scattered his ashes and everything. And for some reason, this post about Milo's death hit the front page of Reddit, which made everybody start to go, who is this guy and why should we care? Why is this on the front page of Reddit,
1: right? Reddit sunk their teeth into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, this sounds like, I mean, you've watched The Office, this sounds like a Creed uh, move here <laughs> where it's just uh, creating a new identity, you know what I mean? And then right. you, put, you can dump all the, uh, <laughs> all the debt onto Milo. Right. And 2-6 is born. Terrible like new name, but yeah, you know.
0: It's interesting, I've never seen a Reddit username So short. I didn't even know you could have a dash in your name. But this is, you know, 10, 11 years ago. The old man used to run the place. (laughs) I
1: didn't know. The old man (laughs) on Reddit uh, doesn't sound like a great guy. You know, he was a part of a Reddit forum that didn't sound like a great place. uh, And then eventually got banned. uh, Yeah. The the forum itself.
0: He's a grumpy dude. A little bit of a perv. Questionable motive in, in place here. And then somebody who's now associated with him who then got the attention of Reddit. And of course, as usual when something mysterious shows up, Reddit decides to dig a little deeper. And so they started to scour the internet with regards to this Milo and this 26. And someone somewhere discovered that there was a on a website called Farc that there was an account called Angel 26 that was registered on October 11th, 2001. So this goes back just about 7 or 8 years. And uh, in the bio of that account, it says, "quote dispensing Lake City Quiet Pills to lousy bastards in need of permanent rest since 1968. His email address is also linked up to the lakecityquietpills.com website, and on the FARC account that they had, they claimed to have military experience, just like Religion of Peace, AKA Milo, had.
1: Was was it also a dash six in his username?
0: It was spelled out, but there is a dash. So it's Angel2-6.
1: Interesting. It's very interesting.
0: And so, and it's funny because people started to compare this Reddit 26 in the year 2009 with this angel 26 on this FARC website back in late 2001. And they started to realize that there's a lot of spelling errors that they're making. And so they're thinking that this might be the same person. Eight years apart, having very similar spelling and comma and quotation mark usage, it's very intriguing. Which now, so now we know our players involved Let's dive into Lake City Quiet Pills, the website, and what Redditors start to find out there.
1: Tell me about this, because this sounds like a, a terrible place.
0: I want to know what what is what does your gut check tell you about the name Lake City Quiet
1: Pills? Because Lake City Quiet Pills, it really rides the line of like you hear it, you go, eh, I don't care about it. It sounds boring. But then also at the same time, if you like give it a second of a thought, you go, This could be some like dark web shit.
0: Right. I mean, you have Lake City, which is a location in Iowa. You have Quiet Pills, which seems like a metaphor for something. We don't really quite know yet. So let's kind of table that for now. And then we're talking about lousy bastards in need of permanent rest is what this bio for this Angel 26 is talking about. Oh my
1: goodness. Is this like a Hitman web? Oh my goodness.
0: ooh, ooh. Who knows? We're talking about permanent rest, you know, like what else is permanent rest other than death?
1: Right? This is what my gut instinct is telling me right now.
0: So let's dive into the website. So if you go to the website now, it says that the IP address cannot be resolved, can't be found, it's nowhere to be seen. The website was hosted on June 18th, 2008 originally, and when Reddit users started to investigate, it just looked like an image host, right? It just looked like there was plenty of pornographic images all over the website, plenty of users, but then someone decided to look a little closer. They looked at the HTML code of the website and shared their findings via a post on the WTF subreddit. And within the HTML code of the website seemed to be these hidden messages in the source code. A lot of them were very cryptic. There's a lot of misspellings, there's a lot of acronyms, and there's what appears to be job listings. Now I'll read out one of these verbatim so you can kind of get a feel for what this is is talking
1: about oh my god it's like it's like a secret underground uh craigslist yeah you gotta hire people for some crazy shit male looking for hitman okay 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 Woo! i like that this is you know you know what makes this terrifying what's up is that is that i, I still don't know the whole entire story and i'm, I'm sorry to stop it as tracks right here for a second stop but it. like stop it right now uh whether this all ends up being just a la 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 it wasn't that big of a deal or something like that you know this exists right Mm -hmm. like the way what i'm speculating here it probably exists somewhere out there and that's terrifying absolutely movies
0: are based on reality mercs mercenaries uh, who
1: knows the craigslist of hitmen is upon us and who knows how many are out there but this podcast was built to terrify me continue (laughs) so i'm going to try to read this
0: verbatim like i said it's a little cryptic but i think this Mm -hmm. first one reads a little easier it says immediate need 8 to 10 Chinese slash Korean. Fluent Korean dialect accent. Details after contact. 12 week half pay sequester on refusal. Now there are several instances of lines like this that seem to look for individuals who can speak Spanish, Italian. They talk about different languages. Various lines indicate how long these gigs are gonna be. It says, for example, no Euro W slash W, which is another thing that people started to theorize on as to what that could mean. So some of these notes are really interesting, and they definitely feel like job listings. Right. And yeah. On the surface, as you pointed out, they feel very much like someone seeking military contractors, mercenary work of some sort. You know, there's acronyms. They talk about security. They mm-hmm. reference various languages and locations internationally. And what I found was very interesting was right below these listings is a sentence quote Shade is maintaining the calendar and access to the file dump. Angel has the job postings for Europe and Asia. We aren't sending anyone to ME. No one. Don't ask for listings. ME The Middle East? It it might be. That seems to be the most likely instance here because you know they abbreviate Europe to EU they have right. the U.S. in here. And so contextually, you would think the Middle East. Yeah. So as people started to dig deeper into this website, they found more messages. And there's one dated on 17 July 2009, which, as you might remember, is the same day that 26 posted about Religion of Peace's death on Reddit. And that message says, I am sorry to tell you that old Milo died yesterday. He went quiet and calm, not like we all figured. I gave that fat mangy cat of his to the little girl next door No services or nothing. You know, Milo. I'm taking his ashes back to where his farm was. Close to it anyway. There's a mall where his place was. So hoist a few for the old man. Remember what he said. Keep the faith with the man who's got your back. And so this is where things start to wrap together, where the Reddit posts are continuing to lock
1: in this website. It just seems like Milo's a part of this community, and he's, I mean, I guess known enough to have a post about him right like Mm -hmm. to have some kind of announcement Mm -hmm. yeah no and then sounds like is is that two six then because it sounds very much like two six
0: and i struggled to read it simply because there's so many typos and weird word usage in there but those line up exactly with what we know about two six from his reddit posts and as you remember previously i mentioned that he had posted the coordinates to where he scattered milo's ashes and in here he reveals that he wanted to take him to where milo's old farm was
1: right now milo this is a confirmed real person correct we aren't sure yet oh okay okay i mean
0: the details here and the fact that 26 has a different speaking manner and the fact that he's got this pretty robust story and it seems that this post here on a an otherwise anonymous message board Because it's in the back end of this website, it would seem to indicate that he has no reason to lie. He's talking to what would otherwise be private members of this website. So Mm -hmm. it seems to substantiate that there are now two confirmed individuals that know each other, one having passed away, the other one kind of who had known him was now handling his affairs. Right. And the story of the farm sort of lines up with the coordinates that he posted earlier because when the ashes were scattered he talked about wanting to take it to the farm here in this post but then on reddit he said i had to give it close to where i wanted to put it because the land where the mall is was developed in early 2000 and the coordinates that he gives unfortunately go to a hotel a holiday inn right however that holiday inn that land wasn't developed until late 2015 which is after all of this stuff happened so it is very realistic Like, things are starting to line up. It seems like an Mm -hmm. honest story that's corroborated through a couple of different places here now. So now he's talked about his passing away. And there are more posts that happened throughout the rest of the year. On September 30th, 2009, you know, several months later, there's a new post that says, For those who have asked, I bricked Milo's iron key the same day. All is well. And so for more background on that, it seems like he's talking to individuals now. There, There seems to be individuals who know about these messages. And for those of you who might not be aware, an iron key is actually an encrypted USB storage device. So it could be a key to something or it could be holding secure footage. And by bricking it, he essentially destroyed the device to the point where it is no longer useful. Like a hard drive, if you brick it, it essentially just becomes a hunk of metal. You can't remove the data off of it anymore. Oh, who is this man? What has he done? It's getting weird, man. And he's oh. talking and he's saying all is well. So calm down. I got the iron key. I bricked it. So he typed that
1: publicly on Reddit. So this this is still all on the back end and of the of site. lake city quiet pills. Yeah, crazy. And, it's and, and crazy. this was months later. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if Reddit was going to town on this site, that must have been posted on Reddit for the public to see. And I guess. Well, not yet. Okay, so we're kind of like this is going to be a very nonlinear
0: story. It's very convoluted So I'm gonna do my best to describe what's happening. So right now, these are future revelations that redditors will have had Oh my god So these are things that redditors in the future will have looked back upon and I'm kind of expanding upon these posts and Eventually these two timelines will kind of collide so as of right now these are entirely anonymous at the time of posting the only people that know about these posts as they're being made are these mysterious users of the website but you know hindsight is 2020 we're kind of going through the backlog of these messages until eventually uh something something kind of sketchy starts to happen
1: sketchier than what's been already like developed here (laughs) i thought we were digging deep fast it's about to get deeper
2: what the hell dude
1: okay okay so
0: now we're into november the same year almost at the end of the very same year that we kicked off in. And there's another post that talks about Milo. And this is very riddled with typos to the point where I almost have to interpret a little bit of what's happening. Mm -hmm. But he's saying, heads up, Milo's will was, it cleared probation or it cleared probate. Surprise, he's loaded. Email Shade if we sent you out in 2005 through 2009. Shade will have checks cut for you. The amount is by how many times not the pay total and the share is three to 4k so now they're talking about sending people out into the world on jobs they'll have checks cut for you shades back in play the secretary who was messing around with the calendar and the file dump
1: yeah i mean now there's like money involved and Mm -hmm. i mean this is already super suspicious but i mean i feel like as soon as you get money involved that crosses a certain threshold with the government perhaps i don't know i could be out of my like realm with this but it's just like it's continuing to build this very obvious all right there's a secret message
0: board on this website way beyond way beyond the pervy images that we discussed in the very beginning we're now talking about money hitman countries language like it's all starting to build this picture and now we start to get into what really kicks everything out of control and so now we're into january of 2010. they're talking about having a birthday party for the old man on the 19th the party starts at 1500 as usual send your rsvp to shade fyi we're booking a room for three days for anyone coming out of the area and an overnight for locals so come hoist your dutch for milo so they're basically talking about hey this is a big hurrah for milo this is happening in seven days from now so this was posted on january 12th the party's supposed to be on the 19th Seems like all fun and games, right? A celebration for an old passed away friend,
1: right? This is the time for the government this would have been the time, you know what I mean? This whole time, I'm listening to this story. The government was also, they had the wires tapped or whatnot, and then this is how they get them. They had this like celebration uh, of a sex party going down, this orgy, and the, the FBI just breaks into this uh, whatever holiday inn as they're celebrating <laughs> yeah, this got, old man.
0: We got this holiday inn orgy of hitmen, you know, doing all sorts of weird things. They got pictures of old... 79 year old milo, <laughs> milo scattered all about around the place.
1: apparently just a ton of money because they're just loaded now <laughs> oh it's man just, this sounds insane but, yeah okay no it's i think it's very interesting too because like you would think that something like this they wouldn't want to contact each other more mm-hmm. than they need to they wouldn't and they definitely wouldn't want to see each other's faces etc right but i don't know they just have it So it's just like, hey, just come down and hang out. There's a birthday party. Right. You'd think, like,
0: what's the password? Are we wearing masks? And are we doing anything kinky? Right. Like, you think those are the important. So the day before, let's just like orgy aside, (laughs) the day before the event, it's the eve of the birthday party. Details, another message comes through. They're planning the birthday party, and he says, We've got 38 rooms in the Marriott on 46. Shade has the key cards for locals. You pick them up at the party. Thirty-eight
1: rooms. Thirty-eight rooms. That is insane. That is a lot of people. Big order. Oh man, that's crazy. Let's see the the cleanup job on that must be insane.
0: <laughs> that's why right, you got to go to the hotel, man. Who knows? <laughs> you don't have to look look the cleaner in the eye. Yeah, put a know, fake whatever card they're up down, to.
1: You know what I mean for incidentals. So
0: here's this. They say give your travel name to the desk and that's it. There's no ID needed since we're covering the bill. Keep the room service under 500
1: and the phones are not secure. Damn. First and foremost, room service under 500 for what? Like three days? What did they say? Three days? Holy hell. They, they're Easy. balling out. Uh, yeah. this or, the profits are <laughs> high with this organization. You know what I mean? Buy yeah. the stocks right now. They're successful. <laughs> Only buy 20 <laughs> bottles of champagne. Okay. Keep it a little bit less than that's, that. Don't that's go an, too that's crazy. That's insane. Especially for 38 rooms, right? Like, right. Right. Like, what is, what is, hold on. Let me just calculate This is a full-blown full I mean? convention. 38 rooms times $500. Yeah. $19,000. Oh, just a drop in the bucket for Milo. Okay. <laughs> Intr- yeah, for My- Milo loaded, dead, loaded.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. So, So keynotes
0: from this message. They're discussing how the phones aren't secure. They're discussing how they have a travel name. They're discussing how they're picking up key cards and stuff from Shade. Shade's back in the business, being shady. I don't know what's going on here, but the next message, and I'll gloss over this one for a little bit because we will come back to it, but the next message on the website is on February 2nd, 2010, and it says, party bills. Here's the final for the party. It breaks down all of the expenses incurred across this so-called party hotel rooms 48,341 limo 6080 there's a bus a bar bill food dancers miscellaneous tips miscellaneous expenses and a weird one but it says med supplies which i can only imagine say medical supplies drugs
1: yeah yeah
0: that's fair enough yeah it says fat tommy and Stu are okay too I don't know who these guys are, but we have Fat Tommy and Stu. Now they're in
1: play. Okay, okay. Fat Tommy. We have Tommy a total.
0: Too. If you want to guess what this full blown Orgy convention might have totaled, what do you think? You know the rooms were forty eight uh, grand. You got a limo, a bus, a bar, some dancers, some food.
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six figures. um maybe like hundred and ten K. You're very close. Oh. This was a ninety-four thousand and eighty dollar endeavor.
0: And it ends with you all did Dutch Milo proud. Thank you.
1: And this is all, again, still posted mm-hmm. uh, through the secret forums of this website.
0: Right. They're all on the back end. And nowadays, here in 2020, this isn't so much of a hacker tactic. You can right-click on any web page and say inspect, and it will pull up the code for the website. where You can scroll to your heart's content and see keywords and other various right blah that i've you know, accidentally done really that matter. like
1: 50 times
0: <laughs> you
1: know oh shit what is this did i break my web browser
0: <laughs> so yeah like so this is where we're at we've got all these messages uh you know we end with what the bill is and this is where the redditors start to come into play this is where the redditors collide with this mystery of religion of peace hitting the front page they dig into his history they notice this website being posted a lot and that's where we get all this information from these Redditors investigated this website, started to look at the code, and they noticed that there were these hidden messages. And they started sharing it across Reddit, you know, the hive mind of Reddit, trying to figure out what the hell is going on here? What are these cryptic messages? Is this truly a party? Or is there something else going on? Because there's what appears to be mercenary work listings right next to the celebration of an old friend. So while trying to understand all of this, it became very public very quickly. And upon making it, public they noticed that the code it was just english right that this english then became encrypted ciphers
1: oh yep because they yeah they knew everyone was catching on
0: yeah someone noticed that they were caught and so then of course reddit's like all right simple enough let's get to work on deciphering this boom encrypted again oh. and so this kind of became like a back and forth oh
1: what a challenge
0: but then the website took the ultimate reply and went offline yeah the website has been offline ever since and so these screenshots that I'm reading from are about 11 years old at this point because that's all we had and the website's down and people have started to analyze some of the acronyms that were going into play you know I think one of the most prevalent ones was in every listing it essentially said no EU W slash W and I think the most prominent definition for what that acronym could say is once warrants or wet work, which would basically mean wet work being murder in yeah. the line of a mercenary. Yep. Um, but what makes more sense to me in context would be wants or warrants, you know, no European wants or warrants. Essentially, if we're going to do a job in Europe, I don't want you landing and immediately being apprehended or having the police looking out for your likeness. And then there's other things, you know, we, we kind of talked about what ME could be. And a lot of people thought that that could mean the Middle East. And, uh, and throughout, there's a bunch of other acronyms that can be related back to military based on their context. There's non con us, which is all one word, which simply could be non continental us. You have sec, which could be security. You have the fed listed in there, which obviously is the federal government and a bunch of other acronyms all hearkening to the UK Navy or the us Navy. It's very interesting. So the website's taken down and this is essentially the end of the road. The case goes cold at this point, or that's what we think.
1: Oh, thank God. I was about to say, if you left me like this, Trevor, my goodness, it <laughs> would be the biggest blue ball mystery I've ever had in years. And that's our show. <laughs> that's it. Just the sights down. You know what? Like, it's 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 crazy that, like, imagine, like, being in that moment, right? Like, I'm not one to be, a, you know, I'm not one that's, like, in the Reddit community or anything like that. I'm not posting on the forums. I used to do things like that. It's just no time for it nowadays but Mm -hmm. imagine being in the thick of it right right or just like uncovering these things with other people and then all of a sudden it it turns into like this cipher and then you go oh my goodness like it's reacting to us and and let's try and crack this now yeah and i'm assuming when the cipher changed uh and they were trying i think that you said they cracked it right well, they were at least
0: working on cracking it.
1: Yeah. yeah, they're working on cracking it. Then it changed again. And then the site went down. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it was a like an info dump of like, this is where we're migrating to now. We've been exposed here. Right. So we will continue work elsewhere. Right. Is my assumption of what happened. But thank goodness there's still more to this story. And what's really fascinating to me is that, I mean, the hive
0: mind of Reddit and other websites like it, it's just insurmountable. There's so many people going after this mystery. And I can't imagine, like you're saying, all these people are hungry for conspiracy or mystery. You're a young person on the internet. You stumble across something that is in the zeitgeist. You're like, what is this religion of peace thing? And it actually has, like you're grabbing traction. You're de- you're developing a story. You find this website, you find these hidden mm-hmm. messages, just like you're saying. What was really blowing me away was that a couple of very astute users started to look at the dates of these posts and tried to line things up and that's where we come to january 19th 2010 the same day that we're talking about milo's birthday party the same convention of orgies or whatever mm-hmm. is the same day that a very complex assassination took place at a hotel in dubai and that was the assassination of mahmoud Mabou. and i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly but for those who don't know who that is almabu co-founded the military wing of Hamas and Hamas was a Palestinian Sunni Islamic fundamentalist militant organization. It's classified as a terrorist organization among many countries and many continents such as Israel, the United States, Europe, Japan, United Kingdom and Australia. And looking into this assassination, he could be seen to be traveling alone. His movement was tracked on various security cameras. And through the cameras, we can see that his path crossed with many individuals, leading us to have at least 29 suspects on this case involved with his assassination, 26 of whom had passports with that were either forged or stolen from various European countries. Whoa. And essentially, what these cameras show is that these suspects waited for Al Mabu to leave his room, go about his business in Dubai, whatever that might be, they gained access to his room, and then they waited for his return, to execute the hit. And what's fascinating here is that the date and the time of both this assassination and Milo's supposed birthday party line up exactly. Gah! Even further, and we're still going. What? It turns out that several of these suspects were given credit cards that were traced back to an area known as Storm Lake, Iowa, which is a 50 minute drive, one county over from Lake City which is the namesake for the website, Lake City Quiet Pills. It's nuts. So there's another interesting aspect here that lends some more credence to the connection between this assassination and Lake City Quiet Pills. So if you remember back when we discussed Angel26's bio on the FARC website, the main components were Lake City, Quiet Pills, and, quote, permanent rest. Well, many people theorize that these Quiet Pills refer to bullets specifically bullets manufactured at the lake city army ammunition plant which is the largest producer of small arms ammunition in the united states or at least for the united states armed forces Ooh. and so once again if permanent rest refers to death uh yeah it's, it's like okay so we're talking about bullets we're talking about permanent rest for lousy bastards hitman sort of situation it it really starts to help lend credence to the combination of these two events
1: yeah it starts really leaning into it and it's just like oh man it's one of those things where it's just like is is everything starting to add up because we're looking for stuff you know right like a little piece there a little piece here, just looking for like anything that we could tie into this Mm -hmm. narrative that we're piecing together but oh yeah i don't know man my mind is down the, the rabbit hole at this point
0: yeah it's like can you are we reading too far into it are we lining up only a few nuggets of information and then are we reading really far between the lines it's really hard to say on this one and so a little bit more about this ammunition plant it's actually in missouri not necessarily the original destination that we were all talking about which is a little bit north in lake city iowa so i'm not sure if there's a direct connection there uh, but they are close by state wise uh, yeah. there there is a little disconnect when it comes to that piece.
1: Oh, okay. So, oh my goodness. All right. All right. So there's this whole get together. Uh, you know, we're over here joking, ha ha ha, it's a secret orgy. And and then there's mm-hmm. this assassination that happens elsewhere. Yeah. In a hotel. In in a hotel. And I go, ah, you know, timing. Yeah. But then the the number of people he comes across with fake passports and then uh, the fake credit cards that tie to Iowa, It's like that's hard to dispute, man. It's very unfortunate timing if they were in fact simply throwing
0: a very expensive birthday party. <laughs> yeah. And upon looking a little closer, some of these credit cards were traced back to being from a company called Payoneer, which is a specific type of prepaid credit card. And the the CEO of that company named Yuval Tal, was rumored to have direct ties to Israeli intelligence. And that plays right into the relationship that we have kind of started to see between al-Mabou and Hamas and Israel, having labeled them as a terrorist group. Some background, al-Mabou actually claims credit for several attacks on Israeli soldiers in the past leading up to this point. Now we have a clear motive, right? You know, this, this CEO could have supplied these... Prepaid credit cards to these mercenaries in order to fund their endeavor to to make this happen but we don't know that's essentially as far as this goes you know there's 11 suspects that have their photos public right now released by interpol but as of right now there's no one convicted and in february of 2010 the chief of dubai police actually stated publicly that this assassination was most likely ordered by Mossad which is Israel's intelligence force. And it was discovered that Israel had forged British, Australian, and Irish passports, which correlates back to several of the suspects having forged or fraudulent passports. And so now there's so much connected tissue bringing in this website with this date. Ugh, it's, it's, it's just blowing my mind how Reddit essentially, potentially, stumbled backwards into like by looking at one person in particular they ended up stumbling into his website which stumbled into post which stumbled into the planning of this potential assassination it gets very wild
1: yeah i mean to me this sounds like this was right kind of like this mercenary group on a on a back end kind of like uh, website and then from there they did whatever essentially they wanted to do whether mm-hmm. it would be killings or uh, kidnapping or selling of uh, people or whatnot and uh you know who's to say but like good or bad they were hired to do this one thing and, uh, and that's what went down Mm-hmm.
0: and that brings us back to that february 2nd post you know going back into a linear timeline where this is happening in real time this assassination and birthday party whether they're the same or not happened on january 19th 2010 several days later that's when they go back to their website and they post those party bills and say you did milo proud thank you and that's once again where we hear about new players involved like fat tommy and Stu. maybe we get a little bit more understanding on what medical supplies could mean, considering the post says that they are okay. Right. Like something could have happened. There could have been a scuffle. You know, maybe they were the ones that did the deed and got a little banged up from it. And once again, in real time, this is the point that the website became discovered, encrypted, and then went down. And so this is where the trail ends with no more details left to be uncovered, at least at this point in time.
1: Right. I mean, going back to Milo for a second, he was, you know, in the military, he had what experience with like coding and stuff.
0: We were pretty certain that he had a background in programming of some sort based on some of his post history. There's comments, a lot of comments actually in the programming subreddit instances where he pulls code from the back end of a website to highlight certain keywords just as part of the discussion. So it's, we're pretty certain that he has a rudimentary understanding. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, to me, this sounds like this is someone that was in the military, you know, and then uh, <laughs> grew uh, grew to be older and and with his connections and whatnot, you know, eventually one day decided to, to do something with his uh, uh, skills and uh, ability, if, if that's how you want to put it, and, yeah. and uh, you know, connect it with other people, because, I mean, at that point, you probably had a handful of different connections, right, mm-hmm. and, and formed this thing. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty that's pretty wild. Did they interview any of the suspects? I don't have any of that information. I don't know
0: much about what the suspects have to say on the situation, but I, that would be interesting if that is out there. Kristen, do we know if there's anything from the suspects at this point?
2: They had they had interviewed two suspects, I believe, in India, um, but they were only suspected of, I think, aiding. I don't think they were they had direct ties to the actual assassination and from what i remember i think those two suspects kind of didn't really say anything
0: yeah so i guess you know a couple of the suspects as christian mentioned he's by the way one of our producers on the show who does a lot of the legwork he develops the outline and the timeline for a lot of these mysteries that we're going to cover so you'll hear from him every now and then as we have questions that we can't answer but yeah i guess we've we got a couple of suspects in India that were interviewed, but no extra information came out of them, which then leads us kind of to just the theories. And as always, you've got the main two theories that we're probably always going to have. People think that this is just an alternate reality game, like an ARG, or that it's simply a hoax. However, in this certain instance, it's pretty doubtful that this is a hoax because this is a very long play. If you remember, Angel 26 6 was an account made on FARC, a separate website in 2001. So why would they have any reason to make another account almost eight years later with the very same kind of way of speaking, the same typos, the same, it's a very long play to have
1: man. Ain't nobody got that much patience. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) that's insane.
0: That's, that's super true. Like no one's got the patience for a hoax like that. And I think the real giveaway for that not being a hoax is as soon as this hit Reddit, boom, encrypted.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like if it was a hoax, you would want to play around. Right. Because if it's a hoax that you're trying to kind of like piece and put together, I would assume you want kind of like eyes. Right. Or quote unquote fame behind it. Mm -hmm. And so if Reddit was to discover it, I would guess that you'd want to play around with it a little more. Right. As opposed to kind of just like locking it down right away and go moving on, right? Because that's such a long play to just go, okay, bye. Right. And it's been 11 years, right? Like this
0: podcast coming out here in July 2020, this story kind of going quiet or kind of kicking off, I guess, technically in July where that's where religion of peace passed away, unfortunately, and all that. But uh, for it to go so cold for so long is usually indicative of it not being a hoax or having some sort of other motivations like you're saying and so that leaves us with the pretty obvious as we were discussing is this a military contractor message board or some sort of contract assassin hiring board something like that considering it could just be coincidence that this assassination happened but based on the language some of the acronyms that they were using and the context of what appeared to be job listings it definitely feels like some international intrigue happening here
1: right because you you have those listings that you've that have been there for a long time way Mm -hmm. before this whole assassination thing happened and then there was also on the back end of the site this whole thing about the party that happened before the assassination right so so it's not it's not like all these things were pieced together after that you know Mm -hmm. again could be a huge coincidence but my god that's the way it lines up is just very interesting.
0: And the fact that they have a lot of suspects but can't pin it down just makes it all the more intriguing, you know?
1: Yeah, and it all started because of this old Reddit creepy guy <laughs> who posted on the forums.
0: His his account is still perfectly accessible if you wanted to look it up and see what he got up to. No, it was very no. interesting how he there was so many posts where he just goes off the handle about spam and insulting people as if they're spam bots. Spam, this is spam. Die, spam. Stah! Like it's just <laughs> exacerbated old man yelling at spam yeah. bots. Which is really interesting to me.
1: The uh, cyber equivalent of get off my lawn.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. There's a couple other theories though that I, that I think are interesting where they discuss 2-6 and Milo simply just being titles. Not necessarily individuals, but a role. Because if you take a look at 2-6, it has some context in both the US Navy and also the UK the British Navy right in the US it's kind of slang for it's going to take two surgeons six hours to remove 10 inches of boot from your ass which is essentially just a motivator like pick up your own weight let's go mm-hmm. let's get going right Two six and then in the British Navy there's a phrase called two six heave which is simply a rallying cry to coordinate sailors who are on a Navy vessel Someone would cry 2-6, the team would then say heave all collectively while they pull at the same time, just coordinating essentially a large Navy team. And I think that that's very interesting considering Angel 2-6 seemed to be the coordinator on this website, whereas the slang 2-6 in the British version is coordinating a team on a vessel. And then Milo seems to it possibly stands for military intelligence liaison officer now it's not necessarily what it's always called usually like military liaison officer or something of that nature but if they wanted to turn mlo or anything like that into a name milo is the closest and uh that type of title has existed for a while also in the united kingdom so this title of military intelligence liaison officer kind of refers to a group or an individual who is a trained intelligence officer that has a broad background that can be deployed in various missions and various needs across the globe, whether it be a potential peacekeeping operation or anything like that. And so this role clearly fits Milo. He seems to be the guy who's ahead of the website. He's got all this over 40 years of military experience. He actually uh, is known for having gotten 2-6 into this job because 2-6 has admitted that coming out of the military himself, that Milo was there offering him a position. And once again, 2-6 seems to be this coordinator position for the roles. And then we have these other people that we don't really know about in any other way, like Shade, who seems to also be a coordinator of the money, the calendar, and whatever this file dump is. And that leads us with the last theory, which seems to have the most connective tissue, but the least resolve, which is the assassination how all this came down, all the timelines lined up, how the credit card's coming back to Storm Lake uh, via this company called MetaBank. We have Payoneer, who has Israeli connections potentially, which then has connections with Almabu. It's very interesting, and my gut wants to say that this assassination is in place, but I think it relies on a probably too thin of a solution, which is uh, too thin of evidence, which is, simply having the same date. And I think Christian actually has some more information regarding the suspects that were interviewed.
2: So I was a little wrong. There were two initial suspects, two Palestinians named, I'm gonna butcher these names, Ahmad Hasnin, an intelligence operative of the Palestinian Authority, and Anwar Shekhyber, I have no idea how to say that, Um, but they were arrested in Jordan and then sent to Dubai. And they were suspected accomplices. Um, people thought that the, the primary suspicion was that they were giving logical assistance, um, such as providing car rentals and hotel bookings. Gotcha. But both of them, from what I'm reading, didn't really say much when they were interrogated. Of not. And then there was another suspect on June 4th. So about five months after the assassination, there was a man arrested in uh, Warsaw airport with a fake passport with the name Yuri Brodsky who's wanted by German authorities and found out that Brodsky's real name is Alexander Varen and he was suspected of illegally obtaining a German passport for another person that name is Michael Bodenheimer who is a suspect in the assassination and then oh. last but not least there was a uh, oh. another suspect dubai's police chief lieutenant general dahi kalfan tamim once again apologies for butchering the names he claims that on october 11th 2010 he claimed that a western country had arrested a top suspect of the assassination about two months prior but did not give any further details beyond that so people are kind of unsure about whether or not anything like that actually happened
0: oh man how deep does, does this web go <laughs> on around and around one? we go I I knew I wanted to start this show off with a bang, but this is just deep and intricate. People knowing people, knowing companies, knowing countries. For example, you know how I talked about Yuval Tal, he was the CEO of Payoneer, the prepaid credit card company. You know, they were owned by three venture capital firms, which also all had ties to Israel. And so it's very much like money laundering, except with blame, like this guy over here is forging passports for that individual to then hand those off to so-and-so elsewhere and that person would go over and he might do this and then you have somebody in India who's or was it Israel Christian
2: there were the two Palestinians okay who were arrested in Jordan and then sent to Dubai and then there was the man who was arrested in Warsaw Warsaw. And he was wanted by German authorities gotcha. so we got Palestine Jordan mm-hmm. Dubai Germany and Poland and then an unnamed Western country
0: so many like six degrees from the from the event I'll give you the information and the intelligence you provide that to so -so. it must be this huge network this huge network they had 38 rooms right
1: 100%
0: man that's interesting that's really interesting and I wonder if this kind of thing is is known about which is why it it never resolved do you think maybe some of the countries in play Kind of greenlit this as some sort of covert operation to stay entirely off the books, so that way country tensions wouldn't rise because they could be like, "Well, we didn't do it; it was just a group of mercenaries from who knows
1: where." Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like different countries involved, and they're like, "Hey, so you know, we helped coordinate this," or they find you know they found out that someone did this, and they went, "Well, you're kind of doing us a favor," so it's no, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. It was like an operation that ha- happened on our grounds that we didn't green light. But as a bad person, you, you kind of did us a solid one. Oh, it's crazy, dude. This is, this is wild. You just never know what you're going to find
0: on the Internet. And really, that's what this whole podcast is about. You know, obviously, we're going to cover true crime, supernatural. I want to get into some scary stories down the way. But the bread and butter here, I think, for Unsolved Mysteries is on the Internet. It's the new frontier for mysteries.
1: Uh, I think it's a solid point, you know, and uh, just to make sure to put it out there. We're not investigative journalists. We're not going to crack the case or anything like that. Oh, no, no, no. But we <laughs> definitely will outline everything there is to know all the theories involved and make it so it's super easy to follow. So in that way, you can kind of like dive in with us and get immersed with all of this.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, and that's it. That's the end of the first episode, starting out with a banger, a lot of twists and turns. You know, we don't know what's going on here. Maybe they're still in play. These Lake City Quiet Pill Boys. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. It was very weird. <laughs> it's very weird to weird. keep it straight mentally as I was like studying this with Christian. It's, it's just a lot going on. But if you guys like the show, feel free to let people know. Rate it five stars or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maybe it's a thumbs up, and uh, we would really appreciate it. But word of mouth—that's the best way to get podcasts out there. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, at RedWebPod, we're going to upload images and other ancillary content that will support each episode. So screenshots of websites we're referring to, maybe small clippets if there are security cam footage, pieces like that, anything that might help build out the, the visual of what we're describing here and give you a better idea of the mystery involved. But otherwise, we will see you guys next Monday for another mystery.